Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett Weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, I'm back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so going to party. Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. It's another episode of The Brett Allen Show. And today we have a very special guest. We are chatting uh, with Anders Holm about his current project, Inventing Anna, but he has been a part of so many other amazing things. Um, I mean, just, it's unbelievable. Uh, You would probably, we're talking Inventing Anna, but he's also got a great podcast. This is important with uh, the Workaholics guys. And of course, workaholics and everything else. Uh, did I leave anything out? Welcome to the show, man. It's great to have you here, my friend. Thank you for having me. You're you're not the only one who can't believe it. I'm a super lucky guy who uh, made the right friends and shook the right hands. You really did. And I was watching an interview you did recently on the Ellen Show with your pal Adam, and you guys were kind of bantering back and forth. But you both came out to LA and Hollywood quite early, right? Like to get your start. Like it was a pretty quick go for you from, from when you got out here to right. start booking projects and things like that. Yeah. We came out here, um, with Patrick Swayze, C Thomas Howell. Uh, we were all in, <laughs> just kidding. Um, that yeah, would be funny if you get Patrick Swayze. Wait a second. Yeah. I get do the math here. Okay. Um, but yeah, we, we came out here. I came out here right after college. Uh, Adam dropped out. So like, and he's a little younger than me. So we just lined up perfectly. Um, he's a Midwest boy. So am I. And then we linked up with his buddies from junior college, Blake Anderson and Kyle Newichek, who grew up together. And we just started doing live sketch comedy together. Um, I wouldn't say we were like making it. Uh, we all had side hustles and jobs. You know, I was working as a, a writer's assistant on a TV show. Blake was getting pizzas. Adam was or delivering pizzas and getting them. Uh, Adam was working at the improv and Kyle was a teacher at the LA film school. So we would work our jobs. And then at night, twice a week, we would link up to do like pitches on sketches. And then on the okay. weekend we would film or perform sketches. And we did that for too long. <laughs> I mean, not, <laughs> not that long. I'll be fair. Not that long. Cause by the time, those guys were 25 and I was 28. We had our own TV show, which is, can you swear on That's this? That's huge. Can yeah. I mean, Fucking yeah, crazy? you're fine. Be your guest. Be my guest. Do whatever. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> um. So yeah, it was, it, 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 it was perfect. Everything's been great. Yeah. Well, I definitely want to talk about inventing on it. Cause that, I mean, that's just crazy in itself, but I, I want to follow up with that. So workaholics, was that just, did, was that born out of the fact that you guys all knew each other and you're like, hey, we've got these different jobs kind of going around, but let's create something of our own. And it just it took off right away. Or was that something that was pitched to you because you guys knew each other and one of you had the connections to get on a network show? No, we so we were doing Internet videos for years, a handful yeah. of years, and we were doing different sketches, different characters. And we did an office series office series um that was 
very relatable. And people from um, Comedy Central said, hey, can we meet you? We've been watching your stuff. Um, we'd love to talk to you and get a vibe. And we went in and we were just acting like absolute donkeys in the pitch room, <laughs> you know, and having like the best time. And I think that that's, they were like, oh, if we can, this is what Hollywood does to you. They find something fun yeah. and mad, magical out there. And then they go, how can we bottle that and sell it and make money off of it? Uh, which is why we all moved here. Um, yeah, it's and- very true. I mean, it's a tale as old as time, really, especially yeah. free. You know, uh, Jamie Kennedy was the same way, you know, he was came out, started doing comedy, uh, but acting hit first for him. Right. Uh, And, you know, you and the Pauly Shores and all of those guys are really sort of that's true. I mean, it's very true. I mean, but I like to think Pauly had a leg up with his situation. But yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. But he still had to be funny. He right? still had to be funny, and still had to wheeze although, the juice. Yeah, and the fact that his mom was who she was, I think, yeah. from what I've seen in different conversations, really, he kind of had to work at it, regardless. But the idea, my point, maybe even was, harder. Is, yeah, yeah, because but they saw it, like you said to your point, and said, "Hey, let's see what we can do and how far we can take this." And then, yeah. even if you look at some of these other actors like yourself, who have done these things and then sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. But when they get something that hits, it's just even now with shows that are out, you know, comedies or whatever, you know, there's, you watch them space force. I know there's this other automotive show. It's all kind of the same vibe a little bit, you know, sort of American, American auto. Is that what it's called? American Uh, auto. Yeah. Where it's kind of got that, you know, multi-camera single camera vibe and, but it worked. I mean, workaholics is amazing, but I digress. I want to talk about Inventing Anna because this, I finished watching this last night. You do such a fantastic job opposite of Anna Klumski. You all do really good. Um, And this is now on Netflix for people to see. It's so good. It's nine episodes. It's a very easy binge. Um, This is honestly, I'm still kind of mystified by this story because it's just so unrealistic. But yet you find yourself rooting for this person. It's uh, wild. Anna Delvey or Anna Sorkin. Did you know about this story before you got this part, or was this new to you when you got cast? I had heard about it, but I, I didn't really follow it closely. It's I don't really concern myself with that kind of thing. But like, sure. um, you know, like I didn't lose my mind when Firefest was happening. I wasn't like, oh, this is amazing. I was just like, oh, cool. Um, I was kind of funny, by the way, that that was part of the timeline. I didn't crazy. realize. <laughs> so, so people listening, this story is about this woman a few years ago in New York who claimed to be this heiress who was going to open up this super high-end social club where very rich, cool people could hang out uh, with other very rich, cool people. And so she was trying to raise money to front and and get like uh, the club going so that when she turned 25 and got the, her $50 million from her daddy, uh, that she could bank for all the rest. But she was not ever going to get $50 million, apparently. So she essentially was lying to all these people, getting money, and that's the whole thing. She was just living in hotels, shopping, and taking people on vacations. And she, (laughs) while she was hoodwinking all these people, lived with the Firefest hoodwink guy. Like they were, I don't know if they were dating, but they lived together maybe with a bunch of people who were all, you know, in New York. Like an incubator to, uh, type of thing trying to, that's yeah. what it seemed like. That's crazy. Wow. 
you know, all these people who are like doing startups and they have ideas and they just need to like get the funding, you know, like the, um, the WeWork guy. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then apparently there's another one about a guy from Tinder, the Tinder swindler. Yes. Um, but what's crazy is as crazy as all these stories are, I keep getting texts from people that are like, I love this show, but it's kind of destroying me because this something very similar happened to me with a guy or a girl or a boyfriend or ex, wow. ex-girlfriend, you know. Uh, so it's real. It's happening. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because even though we know like how this winds up and I think even it was last year, she got out of jail and then got extradited uh, because she overstayed her visa. Right. But what I mean is like, it's crazy that she took this as far as she did. Right. And the fact that like in some sort of way, like the way that you guys present the story is you kind of find yourself rooting for her in some sort of way. I'm yeah. not really causing somebody to go, well, either she is or they isn't. It's the whole argument of she was never dangerously close, even though she was indicted on, what, seven of the nine charges. Right. Um, and your character, you play the husband of the reporter or a version of the reporter who uh, is covering the story. You guys have your own thing going on in your story, too. You're getting ready to have a baby. Yeah. Uh, you guys are just kind of figuring life out. I've, I found myself... <laughs> empathizing with you and and Anna really well because I'd been in a very similar situation mm-hmm. um, and you guys are trying to figure out your just a lot's happening in this story uh, right. and you guys kind of have that going on too so add yeah. that on top of everything else our storyline uh, on top of um, Anna Klumsky's character Vivian trying to uncover exactly who this Anna Sorokin person is what the true story is uh, she's pregnant the whole time, the character. Yes. And I'm the husband at home was like, yeah, okay. Like my wife, she's always been very committed to the job. Uh, a lot of journalistic integrity. She puts it all out there, but we are now just a few weeks away from having a baby and <laughs> oh, you know, the stress levels are getting higher. I want to make sure she's okay, that she's not overextending herself. Uh, but you know, women uh, who have this kind of dedication to the work and then um, decide to have children stressful. It's tough. You know, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and, no, and so I, I can be, I, you know, usually I play these wacky ish kind of people. And even if I was playing like a real level headed kind of wacky fun guy at home, I was like, that's going to be too much wacky. Cause she goes off and, and what she's doing is kind of <laughs> yes. wacky. And if she comes home to a wacky guy, everyone's going to be like, I think I hate this wacky family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you did a really fantastic job. I mean, it's just so fun to watch all this. Very much so. Absolutely. Um, I mean, so you're looking back at things you've done, like you were on the Mindy Project for a while, then you did Champions, uh, which that was a fantastic show. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah. That was so much fun. Again, just a lot of these, like you said, kind of wacky guys, but really like there's depth to it, too, at least from my perspective, because it's not just like silly you know humorous kind of funny because when we're watching this we get to see like a different side of you as an actor and as a storyteller because you're, you're like i think you said something like it's oh baby or oh baby dark baby 30 or something like that it's like we're having right. it ch- and we're having a child right uh, and you like want to run off to you know germany <laughs> for a week yeah uh and um or whatever the case might be. Did you guys get this done like during like was it the first lockdown, second lockdown? Cuz I've been hearing about this project for a while uh Dude, waiting for it to come out. 
I mean, I'm two different people in this in this show. Like we filmed, we started filming, we got half of it done uh, before the pandemic started. And then they were just like, I was flying back and forth from LA to New York. And they were like, uh, stay home. We're, we're going to wait. <laughs> we're going to need to shut down for two weeks. There's a right. thing called That's COVID, how long it's right? going to be. This will be over soon. <laughs> yeah. And then it was a year and change later, maybe something wow. like that. Um, I can't remember exactly, but it was a long time. Uh, it was many, many nights of wine and beer uh, and food later. I was like, oh, you guys want me back on set? I got to uh, drop a few pounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so then we came back and the Netflix was just so good about this. Um, they ended up blocking the schedule for everybody. So there wasn't so much travel back and forth for actors because <laughs> things were still unknown. I'm on set with this plastic clear dog collar and mask and uh, different zones. And, you know, smart people got behind it because they were like, hey, man, we still got to make these shows. We still got to make money. What's the safest, best way to do this at that time? Uh, and Netflix, uh, they were great. Um, so yeah, it was split up. And then after I wrapped, they had to like go do all the stuff in Europe, um, like Mor and Morocco. And, um, so yeah, there's many, many compartments of this show. It is an insane feat that was accomplished by making this show. Cause it's just all over the place. So many storylines, uh, it took, it takes place across such a stretch of time and then there's timelines within it. So like, don't blink. Uh, you'll miss something. Yeah, I mean, they're off to Marrakesh. They're in Germany. They're so they really did were able to go and film in these particular locations, which I think would make sense because obviously you're telling a true crime-ish kind of story, so you want to be as accurate as you can. And uh, I mean, it's just so good. I mean, really, it's filmed like a two and a half hour movie. I mean, it's just. Yeah, you find yourself immersed in this. It's interesting that you, like a lot of other projects, um, kind of filmed and then had to take a big break. I was uh, doing press for uh, Reacher on Amazon. I was talking to one of the cast, and he similar thing. They filmed part of it, and then we're like, "You're talking? To, were you talking to Alan?" Uh no, uh, okay. not. I didn't get a chance to talk to Alan. I talked okay. to um, oh. I can't you think talk of to somebody. I got you. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, my my point was like he came back after all of this. Yeah. And his like tweed suits, he said, weren't fitting. So he had to like lose weight super fast. Yeah. Because uh, he didn't think he had gained weight, but he was kind of like, oh, no. By Very the way, even if you didn't gain weight, your body changed. Yeah, like... it's all different. Yeah. But you guys nailed it. Um, And uh, this is amazing. Again, I want people to watch this. If they haven't yet, it's on Netflix starring Julia Garner, uh, of course, Andres and uh, Anna Klumski. Just uh, just a fantastic cast. Yeah. And um, let us know because I'm very interesting. To, it's interesting because I think you lined up on one or two sides when this is over, even though we kind of know what happens. Um, it's a great show. Fantastic work. Um, yeah, they, they really thread the needle on you hating this girl and woman and, and then kind of being like, well... She's hustling, you know. Yeah, I mean, good for she's her. She's doing it. She almost pulled it off. And if she had pulled it off, like, nobody gets hurt, you know. And and um, <laughs> yes. it, it was a real battle for her. And she did have a vision. And she just went about it the wrong way, unfortunately. You know, you yes. kind of go, what if you just, you'd done your best as to 
to do it by the books and maybe she wouldn't have gotten close, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Well, I want to talk about your podcast. This is important. This is just so much fun. All of you guys are hilarious and I love watching you guys hang out and just share stories about your life and career yeah. um, or whatever's important. So absolutely. How did the it's podcast- for sure only about what's important and yeah. that needs to be known. Yes. Yeah, so how did this idea come about? Were you guys just all sitting around one night and going, hey, we have a lot to talk about. I'm very curious because there's a lot of podcasts yeah. out there, but this one definitely stands out uh, from a lot of these types of, you know, commentary type shows. It's really good. Look, I don't want to front because I don't want to offend the podcast community, but were those people who already have an established reputation or uh, following that said, hey, it's the middle of a pandemic. I haven't seen you guys in months. I love it. And then I Heart Radio came to us and said, do you guys want to do a podcast? And we were like, this is great. Now we get to like hang out once a week. And um, it was really, I mean, therapeutics overused word and maybe not true, but like it was just good to see my guys sure. once a week during the pandemic when you're locked down and uh, talk about old times, talk about the future, talk about what's important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I don't think, you know, who cares? I offend people all the time. So it's kind of like, you know, I know what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Guys, uh, it's, it's just, I know how hard this, this job can be. And then when bozos like me and my homies come around and just say, Hey, we had a TV show. Listen to us talk for one hour about nothing, but we have a good time. We, we do try and make sure we're, we're churning it out for our, um, audience. And, um, it's weird how it turned out to be the greatest podcast of all time. <laughs> I love it. Um, it's you're funny, man. Um, so stupid. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, it's a good show. I mean, it's just a lot of fun uh, watching all of you guys kind of just go at each other and just really. Um, but I, I have to say, you know, it would be one thing, I think, if it was like, you know, a workaholics rewatch podcast. And that would even be great, too. But really, yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 world of podcasting and we'll wrap up with this is just so broad and open like really there's food at the table for everybody like there, right. there there is you know regardless of who's starting and you know i think there is like a stigma of some who might start something and then it doesn't finish because they realize how hard it is to do all right. of this um and then um you have the wonderful world of the internet where people can go on and just say whatever they want. But I, it doesn't matter to me because again, it's so big and so broad, you know, there's plenty of room for everybody and there's an audience for everybody, regardless of what you're doing. Yeah. And obviously it helps that you guys all know each other and that you work together before, but really can put out, yeah. it's a solid product. I mean, you guys don't Thanks, skimp on anything for sure. Um, and we'll make sure that we link the podcast in our show notes. You guys, put episodes up on youtube also or is it just like yeah clips? we do we do clips on youtube and i think maybe entire episodes also which we know is that, that's how i find podcasts really is like through the youtube algorithm it'll be like yes. you like this you'll want to watch that um but yeah i mean we, we could have done a episode recap but like honestly we don't remember <laughs> that's a long time ago that's the whole thing like it was a long time ago but also like our brains we're not smart we're not those people who were like categorizing everything you can like step out every day on every episode that ever happened like adam was joking the other day he's like somebody was talking about this scene and i'm like i don't even remember shooting that episode 
Um, so <laughs> we're like, we're doing exactly the most we can. I promise you. Oh, no. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because oftentimes when somebody comes on like yourself or whoever and they've had a show, I was interviewing somebody from the office and a fan yeah. question came in about this, that and the other. And uh, Kate was like, I honestly, I don't remember that. I, right. you know, and uh, but hey, I right. love you and thank you for remembering that. I mean, um, yeah, that's the whole thing is that like <laughs> at some point, um it becomes other people's thing. Like it's, it does. it's, it, you know, if you just watched the season, if you're a 15 year old kid who just discovered it and binged through it, like it's yours now, it's not mine. You know what I mean? Like uh, you're better off quoting it than I am. Cause now I'm an old guy who's running around shouting tight butthole. It's just weird. <laughs> it's you funny. Know, it's I think not good. even Adam, I think when he did his stand up special a couple years ago, was commenting on the fact that he gets recognized either as from Pitch Perfect or right. that. And they yell right. out that phrase. And it's like, yeah. I what? This is weird. Yeah. I'm like pushing 40-something and I've got a family. Like, I don't remember that. You know, anyway, I tell you, all of your work is great. And, of course, Inventing Anna, people need to watch this. It's on Netflix now. It's streaming. I think it was at number one at one point. Now um, we're talking. And, of course, if you haven't seen Workaholics, you can go on and find that. Uh, but don't shout at Anders on the street to quote lines because he probably won't remember. So. I won't. Quote them at me, though. Quote them at me. Bring it on. And, yeah, everybody check out Inventing Anna. It's a different speed for me. Uh, but it is a fun show. It's flashy. It takes you around the world. Uh, and then also just takes you into a world of New York rich people that are getting robbed. Yeah, and your podcast is available everywhere. It, oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's available pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts. Absolutely. Anders, thank you for your time today, my friend. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.